Welcome. Happy New Year. We're coming to you from my living room. You can see the uh, beautiful decorations behind from my crazy Christmas wife. New stocking up on our mantle for the little one that's coming in April. And uh, looking forward to 2017. What's it going to be like? And I wanted to bring you a, a simple little message to help you as you get ready to launch the new year, obviously about you and God. The fact that we get to talk to God anytime we want is amazing. What if God was like every other business you called during the past month, right? Imagine praying and hearing, thank you for calling my father's house. Please select one of the following four options. Press one for request, two for Thanksgiving, three to complain, and for all other inquiries, press floor. You press one and hear, all the angels are helping other customers right now. Please stay on the line. Your call will be answered in the order it was received. I mean, it's pretty amazing that we get to talk to God at all. But one of the reasons that we canceled our services, our live services this weekend, is definitely because we put on 40 services in December and we wanted to have some time for our staff and volunteers to be with their families. But we also wanted to challenge you to do something on your own, a little bit of God into your house instead of over at ours, okay? And maybe as a part of this do-it-yourself service, you will actually interact with God in a way that you haven't ever done before. So I'm going to give you a simple prayer and explain it and hope that you will pray it on your own with your family even just once, okay? And, and please listen to me. This is not some magic incantation. This isn't abracadabra, say the right words. Many of you grew up with the rosary and the Lord's Prayer, and it's great. But that was a, the Lord's Prayer was a model prayer to pray. It was the idea of the prayer, okay? So the, the words that I'm going to give you, the words of the Lord's Prayer, are not things that you just chant over and over again to get God to hopefully listen to you. I want to give you something practical to start your year off, and it's going to be something that the meaning is what's going to be important, okay? Some of you are familiar with it. Several years ago, a guy named Bruce Wilkinson wrote The Prayer of Jabez, number one on the New York Times bestseller list, six million copies sold. Uh, I recommend it. It's a short, simple book, really easy to read, but what, it, and it just went crazy. But what's so special about The Prayer of Jabez is, again, it's not the words. It's what the words mean in prayer to God, right? So there's four parts to this prayer. And at the end, it says that God granted his request. So whatever he prayed must have not been aggravating to God, and we know these are legit, okay? What about Jabez? What do we know? Um, this is not very much, okay? It's the least read section of the, you know, least read book of the Bible. First Chronicles, it's all these genealogies. There's 600 names mentioned, and out of these 600 different names, there's one guy that God says, hang on, this guy gets some honorable mention, okay? Singles him out, and his name was Jabez. First Chronicles 4, 9. Jabez was more honorable than all of his brothers. So God says he's honorable. Honorable mention. All these 600 names, he gets a little shout out. And then it goes on to say, his mother had named him Jabez, saying, because I gave birth to him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, here's the prayer. Oh, that you would bless me indeed, that you would enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, that you would keep me from evil, that I might not cause pain. And God granted what he requested. Two verses is all the guy gets, but the other 600 people don't get anything. So what made Jabez 
above average? Why did God single him out? What caused him to be preserved for us 4,000 years later as we sit around and talk about him as we get ready to launch into this new year? Somebody said there are three persons possible inside all of us. There's the person we are now, person we could be if we allow Satan to control our life, and the person we could be if we allowed God to rule our life. What I pray for you in 2017 is that I think what Jabez demonstrated, the person we could be if we let God rule our life. So how do you live large for God in 2017? Well, for one thing, you got to forget the past, okay? This is a side note, but his name meant causes pain. I'm assuming that meant they didn't have epidurals, okay? Everybody has pain in childbirth, right? But his name was pain. So I don't know if he had a fat head or he was breech or, or what. It just it reminds me of that scene from Rocky, you know, where they're interviewing Mr. T and they asked him if he had any predictions for the fight. And he said, pain. I mean, with a name like that, it, it, it's not hard to imagine childhood dynamics. Imagine he's five years old out playing in the field and mom calls out, yo, you who caused me pain, you source of grief, you fathead, whatever, time for dinner. I mean, that's his name, but he didn't let that drag him down. Instead, he decided to be more and to be great. And he prayed this prayer. This is all we know. The first part is a prayer blessing. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Now, I know what you're thinking. What is this, oh, God, bless me stuff? Is that selfish? Can we say bless me? Maybe you don't think it's right to pray for yourself, like the young single girl who prayed, Lord, I'm not going to pray for myself today just going to pray for others. And she goes and prays for others. But at the end of her prayer, she says, and please give my mother a handsome son-in-law. However you do it, is it okay to ask God to bless you? This is is asking God for supernatural favor. Do something special for us, Lord. Proverbs says, the Lord's blessing is our greatest wealth. And, And some Christians claim that God wants that to be literal, like healthy and wealthy. I don't think that's the... I don't think that's the deal. This is not like, you're not asking God for a new car. If that were, it'd be fine if that was scriptural, but I don't think that's that, okay? That's for Santa. Santa, baby, put a present under the tree for me. When I ask God to bless me, I'm going to leave it up to him, okay? Bless me with a car, sure, if you want, but, uh, you know, good health. I don't want to pray for the wrong thing. I'll leave the details up to him. But he does want to bless me. And I'm not saying that we can't be specific with our prayers, you should be. If you need a car, pray for a car. But, but this prayer is about the acknowledgement that God knows best, and whatever he wants to bless me with, I'll take it. Okay? I'm just saying that there's a lot of stuff that God wants to do for us that we don't have because we don't ask. There's an old story in the book, uh, Wilkins' book, about a guy that goes to heaven, and Peter's showing him around, and he sees all this cool stuff, and notices this big warehouse, and he says, well, what's this big warehouse? What's in here? And, and Peter says, well, that's an unclaimed blessing warehouse. He goes in and looks around. He says, I have a box here. He looks in and he sighs as he sees all the things that God had in store for him that he never asked for. Jesus said, ask and you will receive. James said, you do not have because you do not ask. You may be thinking, well, is it okay for God to bless me? I guess it depends on who God is to you. Is he your father? If so, then you should be able to ask him for stuff. I've never had my kids say, gee, dad, I don't know if I should ask for anything because I just asked you for something last month. I mean, they they pretty much let me know what they need. And you know what? I almost always gave it to them. 
because they didn't ask me for a lot of stupid things in their life. They were good kids. They had a good handle on stuff. So when they asked me for things, I usually tried to give it because I'm the dad. That's what I do, okay? Actually, my wife thought I gave them probably too much. I probably did spoil one of them. I won't say which one, but you know it's always the baby, right? Does this relate to your prayer life? Matthew, Jesus says in Matthew, if you then, though you are evil, not perfect, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So ask. Jabez says, bless me. And, 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 and Lord, I'm asking for your blessing indeed. He adds that word indeed. That's like putting exclamation points behind it. Okay? A prayer of blessing. Uh, secondly, a prayer of growth. He says, enlarge my territory. In those days, land was marked by boundary markers, okay? And we don't know exactly what Jabez prayed for. We do know there's a town named for him later. So I guess God enlarged his territory enough that there were towns within his borders along the way. But this is what I know. While Jabez's friends are satisfied with being average, Jabez says, Lord, I don't want to be average. I want to do something significant in my life. I want you to bless me and enlarge my territory. What I'm saying is I don't want to be ordinary. I want to expand. I want to grow. I want to enlarge my territory. I want you to expand my vision and deepen my dream and give me a goal. And let's do something out of the ordinary. Most of all, he wanted God's blessing more deeply in his life. Many people go through life without any goals. They they just float around with the crowd. And Jabez says, no, I don't want to be like that. I want you to stretch me, God, and let's do something that has never been done before. And you, in 2017, and I need to have a dream. We need to have a goal. We need to have a vision. Even if you don't know what that is, as you're facing new challenges in 2017, ask God to bless you and to stretch you, to face new things. If you're not facing challenges right now, get one. Make one up if you have to. But what I'm saying is ask God to come in and and don't limit him and the things that he wants to do for you and ask him to enlarge your territory. Some, some of you may feel like you're, you can't do anything because of, of, the, of your attitude or because of your habits or your addictions or your things that are going on. What I'm saying is, if that's the case, this is the best prayer for you to pray. Lord, give me the opportunity to break out of the stuff that's behind me, that's holding me down, my name of pain, and open a door for me and let's go do something new. So if you're a parent, Lord, enlarge the territory of my family. It might not mean more kids. It might. Maybe you need to adopt, but, but provide us the ability to do more as a family. If you're a business leader, enlarge the border of my business. Why? So you can be rich? No, so that you can do more for God. Well, that's crazy. That's impossible. How, how is that going to happen? Well, don't forget that we're talking about God here. Jesus looked at them in Matthew 19 and said, With man it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Church members, Parfi people, what does this mean for us? Enlarge the borders of our church. Enlarge our territory. Why? So we can steal people from other churches and be the biggest, coolest church around? No, not at all. Because there are millions of people around our campuses that don't have a relationship with Jesus at all. So let's enlarge our borders. God says in Isaiah, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch the tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, because you're going to spread out to the right and to the left. That's what we pray for. 
We're not praying enough for God to enlarge our borders. So pray, God, use me. Do ministry through me now. And believe that God is listening and he wants to answer your prayers. Two young boys were spending the night in December at their grandparents' house. And at bedtime, they knelt beside their beds to do their little prayers. And the youngest one just began praying at the top of his lungs. Dear God, I pray for a new bicycle. I pray for a new Xbox. I pray for this. I pray for that. And his older brother leaned over and he's like, why are you shouting your prayers? God isn't deaf. The little boy said, no, but grandma is. Kind of depends on who you're dependent on, doesn't it? The prayer of blessing and a prayer of growth. And then a prayer of companionship. That your hand would be with me. Moses prayed the same prayer. Lord, don't let me go anywhere that you're not there. I mean, what Jabez is saying here is I think, Lord, bless me, be with me. I'm going into the future. Guide me so that I can know where I'm going. And oh yeah, don't forget, you've got to go with me. You've got to go with me. I think Jabez has figured out that if any of this stuff is going to happen, it's only going to happen with God's help. Dr. Wilkinson in his book talked about a time he was with his son at the park and he watched him go up and down the little slide and he was fine and he watched him go up and down the medium slide and he was fine and he got to the large slide and he got about halfway up and he froze and finally called out, Daddy? Wilkinson said, I've been waiting the whole time but I didn't go over there until he asked. And when, when I did, when he asked, I went over, climbed up the ladder, put my son between my legs and we went down together having a blast. I'm telling you to ask for the large slide. I'm telling you to, to ask for God to do the immeasurably more things in your life. But just don't forget, he's got to go with you. A hand of the Lord is a common expression in, in the Bible for his presence with his people. Acts 11 says the hand of the Lord was with them and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Why did it happen? I think it's because they spent time in prayer and they asked. 2 Chronicles 16 is a haunting verse there. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. There's more to be done, but He's got to go with us. And the last is the prayer of protection. Keep me from evil that I might not cause pain. And Jesus said the same thing, right? Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. There seems to be an indication here that Jabez is smart enough when he prays for blessing, he prays for growth, he obviously knows God needs to be with him, and he also knows he needs protection, and that God is the only one that's going to be able to handle it. The same thing with you and me. When our church grows, we help people find salvation. We're taking them away from Satan, and he doesn't like that, and he, it makes him mad. Jabez wisely understood this. So listen, as you ask and receive God's blessing, we are going to be attacked more viciously. The devil is a roaring lion. That's what he's called in the Bible, and he's going to be charging us. So we ask for protection. And the result of Jabez's prayer, so God granted him what he requested. That's all we know. God granted his request. Jabez learned that there was a God, that he really does care, that he does answer prayer. And I believe... And as Jabez went on, he found doors opening right and left unexpectedly because of this prayer. He got big answers because he prayed big prayers. Writer A.B. Simpson said, Our God has boundless resources. The only limit is in us. Our asking, our thinking, our praying, it's too small. Our expectations are too limited. 
So let's pray this together. If you, uh, if you, if you want to have a, a screenshot for a, a graphic for your phone, for your laptop, whatever, something to print off, just text Jabez, J-A-B-E-Z, to our text number, which is 62953, Jabez to 62953, and we'll give you a cool little graphic that you can remember this by. Maybe print it, put it up somewhere, put it on your phone so that you can do this. And you don't have to do it a hundred times a day. You don't have to do it every day. Get the meaning behind this prayer. And let's see what God does in 2017. Let's do it together. Lord, that you would bless us indeed. And not just a little, but a lot. I'm asking. I'm asking for what you want to bless me with. Not what I think you ought to bless me with. But do it big. Enlarge my territory. That's scary because that's already happened, and I know there is more. So as I pray that, as we pray that, Lord, that your hand would be with us. We pray that you will go with us. We will not get ahead of you. We will not get behind you. That you, your hand will be with me, because the hand of the Lord is all I need, and that you will keep me, that you will keep us from evil so that we don't cause pain. Keep us close to you. We know the evil one is there, that's what we pray for, Lord, for your blessing, for growth, for, for your companionship as we go, and for protection. As we go to 2017, Lord, when we get to the end of this year, let it be that we look back and we remember praying this prayer right now, and we look at the things that you've done, and we go, wow, there really is a God up there who really does answer prayers. And then 18 will be really amazing. Lord, be with us. In your name we pray. Amen.